welcome manifestors talk podcast <laughs> Mila is laughing already i'm quite fired up today so i might be very very ridiculous uh i'm a three five eager manifester my name is lena i'm a six two splenic manifester my name is Mila. Ooh, Ooh. friend setter look at that <laughs> i changed the order oh my goodness <laughs> Yeah, so I said I'm fired up because I'm just pissed off about so many things recently. So many things. It's just fucking, <laughs> oh my God. So what I want to talk about today is my two biggest um, issues. I mean, those are not real issues, but two <laughs> biggest things that piss me off. Love and money. <laughs> Thank you very much. Love and money. Let's talk about that. Here we go. Mila, you go first. <laughs> I go first. Uh, <laughs> why do so I have to go? <laughs> I'm not the one who's pissed off. <laughs> um, okay, fine. So I'll tell you why I'm pissed off. <clears throat> I'm pissed off because of the conditioning, really. Because mm. I'm going through this. This is the third year of my experiment. And I'm really realizing that everything I thought love or money is... Mm. It's not <laughs> everything. This whole fucking experience, what I'm going through is really showing me where I was convinced that something is, that I thought that something is this and this, that love is, I don't know, maybe romantic or maybe not, or maybe it's just pain or maybe it's this or whatever the conditioning is. It's none of those things. I mean, I don't know what it is. So don't get me wrong, <laughs> but... I can just see myself, you know, those whole, like all ideas just shatter in front of me because I'm like, you know, staying correct to myself in all the experiences. And I'm like, what the bloody fuck? Yeah, when, <clears throat> for my experience, uh, when it comes to love, like the romantic, Yes, kind that's of, what I mean. Love. That's what's pissing me off. <laughs> I thought, I thought, you when you grow up, I don't know, maybe I'm dating myself, but I grew up watching like Disney movies, um, um, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, that kind of Cinderella, that kind of of Disney movie. I'm really sorry. Which which has its its, its time and place, um. But it also gives you this, it, it sets this precedent of romance and, and love and, and relationships and how, in a way, how, how, how a girl should be in a relationship, meaning you sleep until someone kisses you, which is, you know, that's a whole other topic. You can talk about that for, or, or, or you wait until someone rescues you or, and and not just someone, a boy, has to come and and rescue you or help you get out of whatever kind of situation you've gotten into, because you're 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 helpless and and you can't really do anything by yourself. Of course, obviously. And and add to that, I'm open solarplex, <clears throat> so I don't have any, I don't have any depth to what I'm feeling. 
I don't have a continual emotional wave going on. So I, I was deeply conditioned to be fiery and passionate and really engaged with things, which I wasn't. And I knew I wasn't because <laughs> I couldn't, I, I don't really give a fuck. But that's how you're supposed to be, right? So that was really confusing for me. Love was really confusing. And and that whole relationship dance and oh, you, and waiting to be asked, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked out fine. Um, so there was a whole there for me at least there were so many layers of the love and and romantic relationship thing, which I'm sure it is for everyone. It's just different, you know, for everyone. Regard depending on what angle we come from who we are who we are but it's just the the picture that we have of romantic relationships is so not the truth at least not for me that's not to say I don't have romance with my husband it just looks different than I thought I, it would it looks way different and and love with my husband is way different than say my teenage self thought it was going to be or even you know in my 20s what I thought it would be and that whole expression of being swept off your feet fuck that <laughs> if someone sweeps you off your feet that means you're not standing in you know standing on your own two feet wait someone has to carry you no thank you but again, that's me. And I think this is where 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 it where it gets squirrely because everyone has to discover what love and romance is for them. And because we're all so different, because we're all unique, it's gonna be different for every single person. So it's I don't know if that was an answer, <laughs> but that's just my take on on the on the love thing it's just different for everyone i don't know if that was an answer either but it calmed me down a little bit so <laughs> i don't know it's very it's very interesting to me because like i'm going this i'm i'm having this experience with this emotional manifesto and it's been going on for ages now like oh my god half a year now and i met it's a guy emotional okay fine but he's not self-emotional so he should be way more spontaneous with me than he is now <laughs> being Why? Funny. What does that mean? i know it doesn't make any sense i know i know i know i know um i'm just i'm just messing with <laughs> but um yeah over six months we we met twice and like you know all the conditioning i mean i've never dated properly like i've been on many first dates and I've been in relationships, but they were never kind of, there was never a dating period. I'm a third line. I just jump into stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, or I have one night stands or like I'll go on that first date and then I will never see the guy again or whatever. And it's like, and with this one, I actually wanted to date in the sense that like I wanted to meet this person multiple times. So like, an actual dating situation. I've never done this. That would be cool. 
that'll be nice. It's just not happening at the moment. There's so many weird factors. But it doesn't really matter if if it if it ever happens or not. It's just what I'm being confronted with is my every single fucking story that I've ever encountered about how dating or romantic love or whatever relationship should look like or how I think I would like them to look or what the time frame is. Every single bit is like, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm trying to leave this situation. <laughs> like I'm actively wanting, like my mind is pressuring me to just get the fuck out because this is fucking weird. Like I've been waiting for this person that might never come round <laughs> for ages now. It's embarrassing, but it's embarrassing to my mind because my mind thinks it should be different. Also, all of my friends in real life um i just tired of listening to it so like i just stopped talking about it because <laughs> it's just like, they're like you should be done with this guy and i'm like thank you for sharing i i i don't think this is your life you're talking about but thanks <laughs> oh my god what, what was i saying oh yeah all the stories and stuff and it's just and they don't want to go you know they don't want to go they fight in my mind so strongly it's like He's a man. He should show more effort. He should this, he should that. And I'm like, who says so? That's one thing. Second thing, I shouldn't be this. I shouldn't be that. I shouldn't blah, 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 blah. Who says so? But it's like, it's it's a massive, tumultuous, weird experience in my head and inside of me. At the same time, the body is just here having this experience it's just it's not moving towards when I have those like mental craziness it stays still and then when mental craziness is done I mean that bit of it <laughs> then it moves towards this person again and that's how it's been so far for like six months it's so weird it's just weird I like it doesn't make any sense to me so it's pissing me off. That's it, I suppose. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. So I'm just in the middle of, I don't know what this is. He should be this, he should be that. I shouldn't be and should be that. <laughs> and at the same time, there are those like things that actually let, like, you know, I do let go of. I mean, my mind just relaxes around them because I had that experience, because I cried it out, because whatever. And, you know, and I, and, and this idea of this should be on a specific timeline shatters or this idea that, I don't know, he should be initiating more because he's a manifester himself shatters because it's not my business. Like whatever his experience is, it's not my business. Whatever his correctness or incorrectness is, it's not my business. Like the only thing that I can actually be worried about and not really but let's say for the purpose of this conversation the only thing i can worry about is my own correctness am i you know am i following my body in this or am i like pressuring myself into something from my mind and this idea of whatever i don't but it, know it also puts the when you're a manifester and when you're a female manifester, it also puts the 
um, the strategy, it really puts it to the test because you have to be very clear in your informing. And there's no way around it because there's so much revolving around romance, or at least in my experience, romance and romantic relationships where the female role, and I'm air quoting, is he should be able to read my mind. <laughs> he should be able to know what, what I want or what I'm thinking, and he should be able to figure it out. There's so much, I mean, this is such a big topic, um, but there's so much, so much intertwined in that. And as a female manifester, really stepping out and saying, I want to spend time with you. I like you. You know, do you want to hang out or do you want to go on a date? It's really scary. I mean, it's scary for every, for every manifester, regardless of whatever body you live in, because you stick out like a sore thumb in any, and you do because of the aura. You stick out. Even if when you don't want to, even when you don't want any attention or you just want to, you know, do your own thing and just be left alone, you stick out like a sore fucking thumb. It, in my experience. So you have to be very aware of your strategy. And it's, it takes a lot of effort to be to, to make the choice to use the strategy because it's not built in it doesn't come automatically it feels i started my experiment experiment 2012 it still feels awkward it feels unnatural i can still get anxious um when I'm approaching someone new, it's not a comfortable feeling. I don't like it because there's always, always that potential of rejection. Just because I initiate something, I have no control of what the outcome of that initiation will be. Meaning if I initiate some someone, if I move towards someone, I don't know if they're going to say yes. So that's not a comfortable place to be in. But only if you expect them to say yes. I guess so. Yeah. Is I find myself when I when I catch myself having expectations when I move towards someone. Then yeah, then rejection is a problem. It's definitely mm. painful. Because I really wanted this to be a yes. Mm. <laughs> And it wasn't. But when I move and I just like let it happen that this whatever is coming out is coming out. But there's no expectation of the outcome. Then it doesn't matter. And it doesn't. No, no. It just goes through me. And it's like, yeah. nice. it doesn't. It's a no. It's a no. It's like, oh, fine. Yeah. I wasn't attached to a yes. So a no, it's, mm. it's, it's the same thing. Mm. But I was talking about it from the sense of, of dating. No, 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 I know. I know and I know. and you don't ask someone to go on a date when you 
or at least I wouldn't <laughs> and have the and and have the for me to to ask someone out on a date I wouldn't do that unless there was a there wasn't a part of me who was hoping that it would be a yes yeah yeah I mean I I'm absolutely with you on that because I don't get anxious about the outcome of any type of question or initiation much anymore mm. except for dating mm. <laughs> so that actually like that that rings true to me as well like a lot and I'm like I have massive outbursts when I'm like I, w- I wanna you know like I, I just open up and I say what I want or what I you know um yeah I invite him somewhere or whatever I think I would like I would like him to say no clear no better he can, he he doesn't really have that skill of saying no he would just wallow wallow being there not saying anything or saying things around it up until I actually okay it's a no isn't it <laughs> mm. And I would really appreciate him saying no more, to be fully honest. But I think he's so scared of his of rejection in his life in general that he is also wary of, of saying no to other people. But mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, I'm assuming now, like, obviously, this is all story. I don't know the person. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking about, you know, what neither of us have a defined solar plex and he does (laughs) yeah he does but i i i've recently spent time with two emotional manifestors who are deep into their experiment and it takes time for them to to come to clarity or to a no and even when they know even when they when they know that the answer is no, it takes at least for those manifestors it it take it took time to to formulate it, and it took time for it to come out. And even when it did, they were like ninety seven percent sure it was a no. So. And this is me speaking from an outside perspective. I can only imagine living in a vehicle that lives in in a repelling aura and having to initiate from that wave and and really having to take the time. It just must be, I, I mean, this is a question for an emotional manifesto. It just must be such a trip yeah I suppose you're not helping me I really like being pissed <laughs> off I enjoyed it <laughs> but, but that's another thing with, <laughs> with anger it yeah it's it's interesting because if you ask me I don't get angry as much anymore if you ask my family I think they would say something else (laughs) I don't know sometimes anger for me is movement is really like this determination to change something because I don't like something in my reality it feels like that yeah but you're an ego manifester yes I am thanks (laughs) 
think it's it's I don't know. Anger doesn't Do you mean that you that you do that you move from anger that you do no, things not necessarily in that particular moment but something happens in me because there is this realization that the anger is there so I like something is in the way something isn't yeah. the way yeah. I want it so then like over time when that anger kind of dissipates that something comes out of it something changes not necessarily in that particular moment because like I'm 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 less prone to to make any like take any action from mm. that place because it's just like I've done it quite a bit like I'm a third <laughs> line and I'm 31 already which is still pretty young but <laughs> there was many years of doing that yeah so like but it, it doesn't ha I mean it still probably happens from time to time but definitely less so like I'm not this raging whatever ball in a china shop I don't know what the mm. expression is but there is something that happened like I don't know it's like this anger kind of shows what needs to change and then it's not even mental because I, I just observe something changes after that kind of rage very mm. interesting I've always felt because I get really hot when I get angry. I don't know if you have the same sense, but I get. I really... mean, I'm always hot, but. <laughs> I'm sorry, not, I can't. I don't know I'm not emotional, I'm so I'm not hot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not either, but. But, my, I, but I'm I get... a fifth line body, so I'm sort of hot. <laughs> <laughs> but I get really, like, I get almost like a hot flash. Mm -hmm. I get that angry like I can you know the cartoons where they draw the cartoon and it gets really red that's how I feel when they get angry and like the the steam starts coming out of the ears and stuff like that that's how I feel on the inside and for me now that we're talking about it it's always been like as if the anger sort of burns something away it burns something off um and it's gotten more to that point even more so um, the longer I've been in my experiment because it, it I now when I get angry it doesn't it doesn't stay like the the heat it doesn't stay it just it's there and it's gone and my mind can't get a hold of it kind of thing which it could previously I don't know if that made sense but it makes sense to me in the sense, Leah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does because it's so easy for the mind to actually create stories from the anger. Oh yeah. Like through the anger, it's their fault. Oh, yeah. This is shit. This and that. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. But it doesn't mean anything. Then something isn't the way I want it to be. To mm. me, at least, anger, most of the time, it's, it's really a signpost of something is in the way. I want mm. it differently. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. Are we done with love now? Can we move to money? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like so I said, to... I'm not the one pissed off. Yeah, I'm so chaotic today and so hectic <laughs> but it, it's really interesting because it feels like 
I'm just going through something and I'm just letting it happen to me. And it's like, I just, I can't see yet what is coming up for me through this experience. Do you know well, what you I mean? You can't see around the it's bend. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I'm yeah. just in the midst of being pissed off the situation I'm in, which doesn't mm. mean that the situation is bad. It doesn't mean, like, it means that there are things that are coming up in me <laughs> that I can look at in myself like the stories that are just like not mine they're really mm. not mine it's like i don't know like that sometimes i find like really odd my mother's stories about what a man should be fuck off <laughs> what is yes this? or like whatever and i'm like jesus christ like i don't want any of this but it, it comes up and it pisses me off that it's, it, it's coming up whatever and i'm just Maybe not blinded by the anger, but a little bit. Like I'm just having this experience of burning right now. And it has to, yeah, the heat has to kind of burn down. And then we'll see what's going to come out of me afterwards. But at the moment, I'm just in this space. And there's not much I can do about it, really. No. But because of the the first years that I was in, when I started my experiment, it, it almost felt as if I relived my life in a way, in a sense, like fast forwarding through it because I, I was put into situations or I met people or I had experiences that were sort of, sort of reminded me of, of things from the past, but now I could meet it. My first um, wobbly steps as myself. So my view and my perspective of them was so different and it, it had shifted and, and the way I, not the way that I carried myself, but the way that I behaved or, or didn't behave, like I didn't get angry. Um, for me, at least, it, there was a lot of, of hurt uh, and a lot of, a lot of sadness which I think can be true for, for any type. Um, but I started to realize that, and it took me such a long time to realize that the I'd eternal, internalized my anger. It was so natural for me um, and not verbalized it or not letting it out. It, it took me years before I even realized that that's what I've been doing for such a long time and again I don't you know we, we have different configurations so maybe and we have different you know we're different people <laughs> um but that was a that was a big thing for me meeting meeting past experiences more as myself and and realizing how angry I'd actually been my whole life and I didn't even realize it how the anger was ever present um and how my and also how other people perceived it from the outside because for the first time I had some someone in my life who in my say there was some kind of situation and in my mind all I'm saying is no I don't want to but what the other one perceives from the outside is so strong. 
And for the first time I had someone who could actually explain that to me. It's like, when you say no, or when you raise your voice, even if it's just a little bit, it, it, it comes with such a strong push. And, and it comes with such power and such force that it's really easy to be flattened by it. And starting to realize that what people perceived from the outside or lack thereof, because you can't really pick anything up. Um, all you feel is you being pushed away and, and people confusing that with who I was on living inside that aura. That was, that was really, that made a lot of sense to me why people reacted to me the way they did when I didn't feel that forceful or powerful or strong on the inside. People still treated me like that. And I was like, why? I don't get it. Now I do. <laughs> oh, it's the aura. Oh, I see. Makes yeah. sense. I'm discovering recently that I don't think I have much niceness in my design. <laughs> um, no. I don't think I do. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't. Oh, I'm, I'm not complaining. Really. <laughs> it's just it's really funny that I'm like there were t I've I've never been a nice person, but there were times when I was like trying to pretend to be nice because mm -hmm. you know it's good to be nice. But also, mm -hmm. um, it's just easier. It's really, really funny because with this fifth line body, that's 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 a hilarious trip. Honestly, it's a hilarious trip. Sometimes when I kind of pretend that I'm nice, people actually think I'm nice, approachable, and friendly, and I'm like, "Wow, you're so wrong." <laughs> and I'm a three five. That's not a nice profile. Um, I what do you mean by that? It's like. I was um, I was listening and there was this like beautiful quote from Ra, 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 Ra. <laughs> uh, about nastiness of a fifth line um, that someone shared somewhere. And it's just so fucking true that like to have this heretical role, um, you can't really be nice. Like we're really created to be a bit nasty. <laughs> And a little bit antisocial. And like, and I've always been like that, but I was always blaming myself for being there. Like, like I'm saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. But was I really? Like, I was saying that thing that actually made everyone angry, but like, was that the wrong thing <laughs> at the wrong time? It seemed to have a pretty big impact. <laughs> like, okay. Loads of that. And it's like, I don't have any fourth. I have one fourth line placement in my chart as well, and fourth line is nice. <laughs> I'm liking it. I'm experimenting with that recently. To accept myself not being nice, it's great. Mila's <laughs> making a face. She's like, "This doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. What are you talking about?" It says the sixth line on the roof. Um... <laughs> Not really. I just find it interesting how um, how it's easy to get lost in the minutia and 
is that the correct word and the de detail of the chart when you don't really need to know any of that to live it really um i spent the first i don't know five years of my experiment i barely knew what centers i had <laughs> barely and if i ever wondered i would ask my in-house human design analyst <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, not everyone has that. I know that privilege. I know that. Um, and it's just been interesting. And I'm gonna circle back to the immersion I would just attended with Marianne Winnegar, who I was hoping that's gonna happen here in Stockholm, um, because for me the biggest takeaway. This was my third one. And the biggest takeaway from all the ones I've been to is the correctness of the mechanics in the interactions. And I'll say that again. The correctness in the inter of the mechanics in the interactions. Meaning, and I know Marianne is polarizing because of this, <laughs> um, which I've learned, I learned after she already was my teacher because Clearly, I'm on her fractal or she's on mine or whatever. Um, but for me, that makes sense. The correctness of, of the mechanics in the aura interaction. And that's not to put manifestors above, I'm air quoting here, any of the other types. It's not what it's about. This is about protecting everyone involved. Because if I, as a manifester, don't step into the fact that I have to be the one to approach the other, regardless of type, then I'm asking, I'm putting the responsibility of the interaction on someone who is not equipped for it. I'm asking the other to essentially put their being online on the line for me because I'm a lazy ass motherfucker who can't step into my aura. There, I said it fucking through the torch, the gauntlet, whatever you want to call it. But that's my view. Maybe it's different for other manifestors. I don't know, but that's my take. And especially after spending three days with all the other types and seeing how the aura impacts the other. It's unfair for me. There, rant over. I, I'm, I, uh, yeah, I tend to agree. I'm saying tend to because I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know. Um, what I do know is. That is really, it really feels odd when someone approaches me that doesn't have a closed aura. It re it feels weird. And what comes out of me when someone someone of a different aura approaches me is never nice. It's always awkward and weird, or I'm just being mean. I mean, not mean, but like, I'm just not being polite because you're just bothering me, man. 
yeah with a, with a with a with another closed door is different like it doesn't feel so clashing like but it depends like some manifestors can put pressure on you as well like you know the pe- <laughs> the fact that the person is a manifestor doesn't mean they're not a dickhead man but no, <laughs> like, no. anyone can be a fucking asshole but um it just doesn't feel it doesn't necessarily feel odd oh i've had that i've had that with manifestors not in the immersion setting but i've had that with manifestors and i really like like when if they stay at a party or it's social whatever and they come and sit next to me and i'm like oh this is a manifestor and then they open their mouth and i'm like (laughs) oh fuck you ruined the whole thing for me now shut the fuck up (laughs) oh my god yeah but no in all seriousness because if, if 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 someone approaches me and I mean a reflector could I have I have reflectors in my life and I love them and they sort of learned or we've learned over the years how they can Marianne calls it flirting with the manifestor and she's she's excellent at it uh, and my reflector friends have learned as well but but it takes it's a learning curve right and and, and it's getting to know each other and for me and this is, I think, the most important thing for me being the one to initiate is also that's respect for me. That's respect for myself and respect for the other. Because if I approach the other, they can always go, if they're a generator, they can go, Mm-mm, nope. Okay. So I go away. I, you know, you're not available. That's fine. If I go and, and, up to a projector they can always go no i don't want to focus on you right now you're not interesting to me fine you know but if i ask them to 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 move towards me it it's just not it's not polite it's not respectful it's just awkward like it's it's just weird and i had the most beautiful exchange with a manifesting generator during this immersion and it was just it was a first for me um because manifesting generators oh they used to bug the shit out of me yeah i can see why (laughs) and and (laughs) and it took me a long while it took me years to 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 realize that it must be so difficult or not difficult, but it must be such a such a challenge to live in a in a manifestor vehicle or manifesting generator vehicle because you have this motor to the throat, but you have to wait to respond. What the fuck? So they have all this energy and are ready to go, but they can't. I mean, they can, but then it's usually you know they do step one, two, three skip over and and jump to seven and then they can't figure out why it doesn't work so they have to go back and do it a lot yeah it's it's a whole thing my my point is this i i i have respect for 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 all the other types but this manifesting generator was is so deep into his experiments and it was such a joy for me as a manifester to approach this person and have have that clear response of he was available to answer all my stupid questions mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had a shit ton of stupid questions and we had a really nice ex- exchange 
And it was so clean and so clear in the energy. And it was so amazing that I came home to my poor manifesting generator daughter and we had to renegotiate our relationship because I had recalibrated my attunement to the sacral during those three days. And that was really, that was really interesting. Sorry, went off on a tangent again. No, I love that. It's very interesting because like, obviously I cannot know other person's experience, especially, um, I mean, just period. <laughs> no especially, I just can't. <laughs> like, yeah, well, what was I trying to say? I don't know. Um, but it's very obvious um, that there is an impact of a, of a rejection from a manifesto when a person without a closed aura comes towards. Oh, yeah. And it's it's not a pretty view. It really isn't a pretty view. And it's like, yo, if you want to have that experience, yeah. I'm on at me. Like, why not? But it's just not nice. It really isn't nice. And it, for me, it's also, and I've had this happen, I think, during at least two immersions where I've seen someone or I've wanted to have an interaction with someone, but they beat me to the punch. And so they approach me. And that, you know, it, 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 I'm, I'm out. Yeah. When that happens, it's like, well, you know, if you, if you just waited, just yeah, because waited. then Yeah. And it's, it's gone. The moment is gone. And yeah. then we have to wait for a new, correct timing and that might never come yeah and it, it's that simple yeah <laughs> yeah it really is that simple yeah not easy uh-huh but no. it's really yeah. simple it's like you know when when i have this like oh i think the moment of like approaching that person or whatever messaging the person is nearly there but they message me or approach me themselves it's like oh yeah and this like correct moment is charging again in a way. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you just fucked this up. It was so close. So <laughs> fucking close. Yeah. What if because it's like it's not like I I don't want to reach out, but now it feels very awkward again. And I will not reach out from this place of feeling awkward and like this isn't correct for me to like approach you. I'm not going to reach out from this place because that's equally incorrect as what you just did. So now we're waiting again for actual energy from my side to be, to, to like, to approach you. And then you say no or whatever, but yo, there's no other, like, it's your fault. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> that's the thing though. It isn't, it isn't. <laughs> I was joking. Don't come at me. If, if, we, if we take out the, the romantic aspect of, of initiating, if we just, you know, if we initiate with no, with no attachment to outcome, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't take anything away from me if I get an uh-uh or if I get a no, I'm not available or no, I don't have time for you or energy to focus on you right now or the reflector is off, you know, no, I'm retreating, retreating right now. I need to, whatever. Um, so if, if I'm feeling hurt, quote unquote, that's just my mind. My, my, my form is fine. My form is fine moving towards things. 
it's nothing happens to my form if I if I move towards things. Whereas all the other forms, they don't have that protection. Oh my god, yes. And the fear of rejection is a different thing. It's it's really that's a mind it's thing. not in the body yeah that's the thing. yeah it's like it's not it's we're created to handle rejection the correct yeah. rejection as well it's not about you know whatever initiating out of our minds and then <laughs> oh i'm so terribly disappointed by this situation <laughs> and someone rejected me as well whatever um i'm a third line i can moan man um but it's like the fear of rejection is a real fear. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to take that away, because rejection is real. But it really is a mind's business. It feels to me, especially for a manifesto, because for like for other types, yeah, it there is a detriment. There is a, like energetic kind of, um, yeah, just slap that you're getting. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean. I don't want to share too much because it's not my story to share, but it's also very clear that it can have a, a, a physical effect on your body when when you constant when when you when you move towards things and you're not made to move towards things. It it can really take a toll on your body and and it's I I just want to be clear that because I know Marianne is so polarizing because of her sticking to to the mechanics of the aura and for me it, it's not about putting manifestors above any of the other types or saying that we're more important it's not about that it's simply about showing respect and showing respect for everyone who is involved in any kind of situation or interaction <clears throat> Yeah, that pisses me off. Why Why would initiating be better than responding? Do you know what I mean? It's like, why yeah. the fact that I am moving towards someone makes me more important than the person that is actually doing the rejecting or accepting? It's not, it's just the mind's conditioning and homogenized yeah. fucking yeah. view that we're thinking, oh, this is this and this is that. This is right or wrong. Yeah. None of it is. It has no quality. <laughs> None of it no. has no quality. Like, None of it has quality. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck grammar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh I mean we we have these talks in my house all the time because I'm a manifester, I'm married to a projector, and and when he works with the system, he sort of flips the whole thing on its on its head. Um where he says to, to the projectors that he work with, he says, well, everyone has to come to you. Everyone has to seek you out and find you to get your perspective, to get your wisdom, to get your guidance. How fucking cool is that? You can just sit there. You can just live your life, do your own thing. And people who want you, who want your attention, who wants your focus, they have to seek you out. You have to do fuck all. You can I just love be. that. You can I just want be. that. Yeah. Can I swap? Because <laughs> this moving towards people is pissing me off. <laughs> because, in no, a mood. Would, no, honestly, I am. Because, <laughs> come on. 
it's like it's so ridiculous because everyone is walking around and they want to be a manifester oh yes let's be a manifester it's not a fucking nice trip it really isn't I mean it's nice when you start living as a manifest and you decondition all the fucking bullshit then okay I can see how it how it's it's becoming nice to me it's becoming nice that people you know I turned off my phone for past three days like I had a detox I I put it on today I had two messages lovely because people, those? like those were people like I actually asked about something whatever and I was like something in group chat that I never read anyway but <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that it's like you know normally like years ago I would turn off my phone and I would you know after three days I would go back into like myriad of fucking messages mm. about nothing yeah and that isn't happening anymore no it's like um, I'm I'm on a detox from Instagram I decided a week I mean, I decided, I didn't decide, I just posted the thing that I'm doing it, whatever, fuck it. Um, but, <laughs> but the thing is that it's like, I might have some messages back because they actually encourage people to send me some stuff. Like if you want to inform me about anything, inform me, whatever, like that would be fun to like come back to many raccoons uh, fucking messages. Great. Don't bother me too much, but a little bit, it's fine. I will read them at some point, maybe. <laughs> but, it's like, it's nice not having to respond to so many things. It's really amazing. But it it, it wouldn't have been if I wasn't already on this path to deconditioning, on, on this path of deconditioning, whatever, I can't speak anymore. But it's like, it's becoming nice and I can see how it might be like start being nice. But the loneliness over manifest the fact that I'm just never included in anything I'm kept in the loop for some stuff I'm really good at you know starting certain things I'm really good at saying the wrong thing at the wrong time whatever like really changing people in a way like the, the I can see the impact of certain stuff that I do say whatever like I can see that like I'm not stupid anymore <laughs> I am but <laughs> less let's say I can see all of those things, but I am still not in this world. I'm really completely separated. I'm next to stuff that happened, even though I'm a third line and fifth body, whatever. I'm constantly next to interactions. I'm constantly, like, it's very lonely. Also, okay, so now I've been saying no to stuff that I don't want to do for three years, whatever. Two and a half. Doesn't matter. Time, whatever. What is it? <laughs> it's like I've been saying no to so many many things so I have more space so I know what I actually want to say yes to what what my body's moving towards but it's still not coming I'm still not moving towards anything do you can you even imagine how fucking freaky and like annoying is that so it's not like I'm waiting something will come nothing will fucking come to me nothing I get it. Like, I will at some point, hopefully, stand up and move towards something. That's the hope. But nothing will come towards. But if I'm a lovely generator, things will come to me. If I'm a lovely projector, someone will find me and want me. How beautiful is that, man? Why would you want to be a manifester? Why? It's fucked up. It's not a fun journey. 
The only thing that is fun is that like you heard a bit less because you have a closed door. Right? So I suppose you heard in a different way. But other than that, it's fucked up. Someone, someone's really in a mood today. <laughs> I know. I said that from the beginning. <laughs> and for those of you, I mean, you know, I know you don't have video, but I'm laughing while she's ranting. <laughs> she is laughing a lot. Which is funny, actually. But... <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, though. I think everyone, even though I like the concept of flipping it on its head for the projector, especially especially for the non-energy projectors, um, the mind always wants something else, right? The mind is never happy with whatever we are. Um, and I... I agree with the with the manifest. I mean, it, it it is. We're always next to. We're we're never included, because we don't have that energy exchange that the sacral beings have. Um, but so is the projector. I mean, it, I I I've <laughs> I've heard it firsthand where it's that that the fear of of doing your own thing and living your own life and no one ever will come and find you that's a real fear and if you don't have any motor so you have no ability to to you know to move in the world then that's not a nice place to be either and if you're a generator and you hear oh you have to wait you have to wait to respond what the fuck am i just gonna sit on my ass and wait <laughs> are you fucking kidding me I mean, I all types. I at least in my experience, and from what I've when I've interacted, when I talk to people, every type has their thing, right? Every type has, and every person has their their struggle and and the the fear and what they go through and what's difficult for them. I don't think anything is easier than the other. I think we all go through the same shit. It just takes different form. That that's just my view. And because at the end of the day, we're all humans, right? Yeah, yeah. Human. And some of us are really wise, like <laughs> you. And that's annoying today. <laughs> I bet you if we were in the same room, you would punch me. <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do, like, you know, I'm like, I'm just not there yet. But I can see how, like, I can get there. <laughs> I'm usually, wet, like, you know... I'm just going through another fucking, I don't know what this is. Um, and I get that, you know, my design isn't more difficult than anyone else's because all of them are unique and that's it. <laughs> I did hear recently. But someone still. Told me, yeah, someone told me, and I actually appreciated that a lot. Someone was like, yeah, you're, you're this 3-5 ego manifesto. Yeah, it's a fucking gnarly design. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> but I'll be fine <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot <laughs> oh my god but it, it's it's funny though during the immersion all the other manifestors there were five of us all the other manifestors were emotional they had different configurations like but everyone had to define solar plex and don't you think my fucking mind started going, 
wouldn't it be better if you were emotional? <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, what is going on? And I just started laughing. It's just, it's just hilarious because the mind just, just never stops. I'm perfectly fine, you know, being who I am and operating the way, you know, whatever. But the mind still goes, wouldn't it be nice if you if you were emotional? See how you know how deep they are and all the gravitas <laughs> and how, how sensual and sexual. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. It was just hilarious. So funny. Honestly, I, <laughs> I have the moments constantly recently. I'm going through like this massive, you know, uh, regret of like why my life was a life of a free manifestor <laughs> so far why have I been living this life of this design instead of a different design and then I and now I would just go back to my design no oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just so stupid <laughs> okay it feels like we started with love we went somewhere else but it feels nice we didn't get to the money bit, but maybe eh. other time. Eh. Money is just whatever. Yeah. But I feel quite good. Yeah, I'm done for today. Amazing. Thank you for good listening. MillaLifeNHC.se. <laughs> uh, that's the website. That's the Instagram handle. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I should know by now, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah, it, it feels odd that I know it and you don't. But it's okay. It is what it is. <laughs> We're doing fine. <laughs> Um, I'm Manifestor's Journey Home on Instagram. Um, Manifestor's Journey Home at gmail.com. That's my email. I don't know why would you actually address me at all because I don't sell anything. So, ah. um, other than that, you can work with Mila, which is lovely. <laughs> I recommend <laughs> that. Um, thank you for listening and bye. Bye. I'm not gonna apologize for my mood. I'm not gonna. This it is. I it loved is. your mood. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs>